is up, guys. Welcome to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Addison, and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. She got it, ladies and gentlemen. She got it the second try. Hi, friends. My name is Sophie, and I'm the other co-host of Our Hearts Surrendered. Welcome back. Happy December. Good to see you guys. This is the first time we've recorded in December, so I feel like we should just acknowledge, like, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Welcome to the season. Yeah, like, last time we recorded, it was Thanksgiving break, and we recorded, like, pretty early for what we've been doing in this season of podcasting um and so I forgot what it was like to record something and it not go out for like three or four weeks you know because normally we're like we're recording and it's going out the next day yeah (laughs) maybe less than 12 hours (laughs) (laughs) yeah I feel like when we first started this podcast we were like on top of it junior year you like low-key have to be though but I mean we would record we'd sit down and record like five episodes so we'd have like a whole month or like a whole season a whole series done and we just like wouldn't look at the podcasts like so we would edit them um, and just post them and I'd post on social media and that was it but this like senior year this recent season we've been recording like Monday night so we edit it immediately and then post it the next morning like it's it's working it's a system it is I think it's taught me a lot about you don't always have to be so prepared. Like it's been like good for me because I'm the type of person, I don't know if you guys can relate to this, where I've got to have everything done like early. And I've got to like, if something starts at like nine, I'll be there at 8 30. Like that's just like my personality. Like I just get stressed out if it's not like that. So this has taught me a lot about kind of mellowing out a little, (laughs) not being so like like, so high stress about everything. Right. Yeah, and it's like these words are not ours. They are the Lord's, and the Lord Amen. will provide. It's our prayer. And if they are our own words, I pray that they fall on deaf ears because yeah, they are, there's nothing good in me besides Christ. Amen. Throwback to when we made scripts. <laughs> oh my gosh. We used to have like every word of our podcast scripted out. Never listen to our first episode. If you haven't listened to it, never scroll never. all the way down. It's not Don't worth do it. it. Don't really do not. it. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we have come so far and we are so thankful that you've stuck around for the journey and if you're new welcome but anyways before we hop into this week we've got a lot of good stuff talk to talk about we just kind of talked about what we're, what we're gonna discuss this week and it's gonna be really good but before we do that I'd love to hear about Addie's week so girl tell me about it, it oh oh wait wait it was Addie's birthday last week guys <laughs> it was. everyone go wish her happy birthday I didn't get to say that because we didn't record last week but go the wish her happy this birthday episode comes out it'll be like two weeks ago December 3rd was my birthday guys you missed it, it. so good you yeah, missed okay. it guys <laughs> you missed it guys this is all your fault no it's totally fine um it was actually such a good day my birthday was every yeah, other day it was cannot relate um like Sunday okay Sunday was good Monday Tuesday Wednesday was and part of Thursday was just like so so travesty like it was just tragedy it was awful it was like the worst week of my life I don't know why actually I do let me just well since we're here let me just tell you um I am in this economics class right and it's dual credit and I'm a high school senior I'm not a college I mean I am a college student because of this class but I'm not in college yet and I know that this is how the real world works and this is how college works and that next year this is how everything's going to be but for some reason in my head I'm like no it's not fair for me to be dealing with this right now but 
I'm just like throwing that disclaimer out there because every time I talk about this, somebody's like, well, you know, that's how it's going to be next year. Right. And I'm like, shut up. I literally know. Do not talk to me. I need sympathy, empathy. I need the things and not that. Okay. Um, so anyways, I have this economics professor and he's a great guy, great person, terrible teacher. I taught myself the entire course. He made me cry a couple times. He just like yells at us all the time. And there is so much work for that class. Um, and just like, it just feels impossible. Like the class literally feels impossible because I'm not good at economics and I'm not good at teaching myself economics. Um, so I just like feel like I'm not learning and then I do poorly on the test and it's just a mess. Um, but every other kid who has a different professor that he only has one class at my school. So I'm the only class that has him and everybody else has his economics professor and their tests are take home tests. So they're open note online um, and they have three days to take them and all mine are closed notes online, but they're in person and I'm not down for cheating. So anyways, it's just like, and they have homework and worksheets that are grades and we only have the tests. So those tests are like crazy important. Um, but you know, I went all semester, this class started in August and never had any homework for the class. He was like, I'm not going to give you homework. It's only the test and read your textbook, which basically meant just teach yourself the class. Um, and you know, I was doing it. I was taking notes. I had like a good amount of notes for every chapter or whatever. Um, and then apparently over Thanksgiving break around Tuesday, I would say he posted, um, quite a few assignments about 27 worksheets. And I want to say 54 pages of notes to have done. Um, and you know, it was all due Friday, which was December 3rd. Um, but I didn't look at my canvas because it was, um, you know, break. It was Thanksgiving break. So I was like, I'm not going to check this. Um, unless a teacher assigned me homework before break, I'm not going to be looking at that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, I get back to school Monday. One of my little econ pals is like, Hey, have you seen the assignments? And I'm like, Oh yeah, the quizzes and stuff. I already did those. And she's like, no, the worksheets and notes. And I was like, are you kidding me? Because I had so much work to do in four days. And I like, don't think I've ever been so stressed in my entire life. And it's like, economics isn't my only class. I have AP calculus. I have AP biology. I have dual credit English that had two essays and a presentation due. Like I had other stuff going on that week. And I just like felt so overwhelmed. And I was like, I just can't fathom how I'm going to get this all done. So I spent a lot of the week in my room, taking notes frantically, very distressed. Um, and I do this thing that's not necessarily healthy, but I have um, kind of a cycle. It's a pretty consistent cycle of I go, it's a quarterly breakdown is what I call it. You know, it's like, let's say it starts in January, which it usually does. January to March is the first quarter. Somewhere in there, I have a breakdown, you know? And then in the next quarter, I have another breakdown, but it's like one breakdown per quarter. And before the breakdown, I'm doing pretty great. I start at like, let's say I start at a hundred. I start at a hundred. And then over the three months, I like slowly deteriorate to like maybe a 10. And I'm like really hitting rock bottom really quick. And then I have that breakdown, which happened to be Wednesday for me. And then I shoot back up to a hundred the next day. So Thursday I was like literally killing it. I felt great. I was like, I'm getting stuff done. I, okay. This is how the breakdown occurred. Wednesday, my biology teacher was trying to explain something to me. And I literally started sobbing because I was so frustrated that I could not understand what she was trying to tell me. And I was just like in tears. And she's like, 
are you okay? Like she does not know like what is happening. I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine. Please just keep explaining. I'm like wiping tears with a paper towel. Like it is ruining everything going on in the room. Everybody's looking at me. I'm just like, I don't understand alleles and why there's two or I, I literally just was like, could not grasp it. And then Thursday I get there and I'm like killing biology. I'm like injecting things and things. And I'm like the leader of my group. And I'm answering questions about the same concept that I didn't understand yesterday. Like I am literally like killing it. And my teacher's like, what happened? <laughs> like after you left, because what is this? I was like, you know, I had my quarterly breakdown and now I'm back at a hundred. And for the next three months, I'll be good, <laughs> you know? And it's not a healthy cycle. It's not necessarily like a hundred percent, um, good, you know, because I absolutely need to be more dependent on the Lord and just like trusting him and regulating my emotions. Cause while they may be real, they're not always reliable. And, but anyways, Thursday, I was like getting back to feeling like myself. I'd done most of my assignments. I felt better. Um, and then Friday was so good. I turned 18 and I worked out in the morning. I was like, look at me getting my stuff together. I'm acting like the girl that I know I am. Um, I worked out, I came home, just hung out for a bit and then just felt so loved all day. Um, and I like, really, I think the biggest issue with last week was like, I just don't feel loved or prioritized by any of my friends. Like, and like, I still feel that to some extent, but like less now, because now I don't have like the stress and anxiety that was placed on me because of the homework so I'm not like grasping for things but I just like don't feel loved or cared for by my friends a lot um so I was like it was a really refreshing December 3rd to like have everybody that I know just like loving on me um and yeah also um I have been in prayer over a couple of huge things one is this interview that I really wanted to get and one is my college acceptance and Friday, I opened my, I don't I didn't even open my email. I just opened the AM website um, because I check it every day and I open it in the middle of sixth period, which is my dual credit English class. And he's lecturing and I have my back to my professor and I just like open it. And I saw that there were six tabs instead of three. And my mom had previously texted me that that was like a sign that you're about to get accepted. And then I check like the actual application website. Cause there was like two different ones. Um, and I was accepted on my birthday, which is crazy. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? I was like trying not to be loud in class and disrupt everybody. Um, but I was so excited. I was tearing up. I was emotional, but, um, that was my number one school. So that's where I'm going giga mags. Um, and then I think on the way home from school, I like, literally I chose my, um, NSC, which is new student conference state. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to get this interview. So no worries about the date. Like it literally doesn't matter because I'll be free all summer. And then on my way home, I get this text and I like used my Apple CarPlay to play it. And it was like, hi, I'm so-and-so from so-and-so. And I would just like to offer you an interview um, when works best for you or whatever. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? This is insane. Like literally best day ever. Cause that's just like everything I've been praying for. Um, just got to open doors and slam doors shut. So it was exciting because he can provide like that. And we're going to talk about that later, but now that I just took nine minutes to explain my week, Sophie, tell me about yours. That's incredible. I'm so happy for you. That sounds awesome. Just, um, both of those things. And I think it's really cool. Um, how that worked on your birthday. Um, I think that's 
really, really not ironic. Um, anyways, my week, uh, I'm just sitting here trying to think. Last week was honestly just kind of a blur. Um, so the week, I don't know how your, you guys, your school works. The week after we get back from Thanksgiving, it is like go time until finals. And um, I looked at my schedule like December 1st and I am not exaggerating or being dramatic. I don't have a single downtime moment until Thursday, December 16th. <laughs> and I know that date because that is the date where I feel like I am finally going to be able to rest. Um, and I won't have anything. But the funny thing and like the ironic thing is um, as I've been counting down the days until December 16th, the Lord has taught me so much about how I don't have to wait or like earn rest, I think or I know that was something that I had kind of misunderstood in my mind. I had this idea and this isn't, no one like told me this or anything, but just the way like these three weeks have always been like incredibly stressful for me. I mean, just like every student, if you're in high school or college, you can relate to this. They're just really overwhelming and stressful. And in my mind, it's like just survival mode. Like after Thanksgiving, I'm like, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Now time to survive until Christmas. But it doesn't have to be like that. And that's something that I've, it's taken me literally two years of taking finals to understand that it doesn't have to be this like, just get through mode. And uh, I've been working a lot on not letting it become that because I think that would be such a waste if I wasted these next 10 days it's 10 days till till December 16th um wasting those 10 days waiting for a time to rest when um the reality is I am not as busy as I say I am like I could be 10 times busier and I could be have 10 times more work um and something that I've really been resting in is the um, God isn't going to give me more than I can handle each day. And sometimes that seems like cliche or like a coffee mug quote or whatever, but I re- like the, like the Lord walks with you and goes before me in every step. And so he's not, he's, I don't know. I, my mind's like in a million places right now, guys, but you, you get the gist anyways. So this past week has been like survival mode, power mode, but there's been so much good in it. Also, I had a PJ party in my room the other day by myself. Um, it was quite fun, actually. That sounds lame. And you might think I'm lame, but I don't think it's lame. I think it's so fun. Um, I was just I did, I was just dancing around, jumping on my bed by myself. And you can think that's lame, but I thought it was pretty fun. Something else that I did this weekend is I toured a college and um, this was a college I didn't tour. Uh, I wasn't going to tour until I got accepted just because college tours are exhausting. And, um, I've been on a lot, a lot, and I didn't really want to go on another one. Um, but since I got accepted, my family was like, I really think we should just go just to see it since you've been accepted. Um, so I went to this event on Saturday and I had a lot of fun, um, a lot of fun. And, um, it was really cool because now I have two schools that are competing, I guess, in my mind. They're not competing. Like, they don't know they're competing, (laughs) but in my mind, they're competing. Oh, okay, guys, this is something else. So recently, I've been 
I've been doing a lot of Christmas shopping for people. Okay, gift giving is like a big love language of mine. Like I don't buy gifts a lot, but when I like, when you do like need a gift from me, not need a gift, but like when it's your birthday or when it's Christmas, like it's just like something that I take a lot of pride in, (laughs) not in like a sinful way. I just love giving gifts and I like, and I like want people to feel like, personalized when they get my gift like oh they thought of me for this so I've been getting like a bunch of gifts for people for Christmas like I just have like a long list it's just like that time of year for a lot of gifts and I went to this place this mercantile and I don't really know if you guys have ever been to a mercantile but it's my new personality trait shopping at mercantiles um they are so much fun. I was telling my friends, I go in there with all the moms and <laughs> I just shop and I had school off. So I was there at like noon and all these moms were looking at me like, why aren't you at school? <laughs> it was so much fun. And I've got so many presents for everyone. Um, like I've got all my Christmas shopping done almost halfway there, basically. Um, like I'm telling you guys, like I am in charge of gifts this year for the family. So I've got a lot to shop for, but I've, I'm working through it. And now I'm rambling. So we're going to go ahead and get started. <laughs> Addie, what are we talking about? I'm so excited for you to shop at Mercantiles. Like, I feel like you need to put that in your Instagram bio, like shops at Mercantiles or something. I don't know. That's so fun. I love that you live like authentically yourself. Yeah, guys, Sophie and I are in a matching outfit right now. We're both, we both have our hair on buns and glasses on. I'm wearing my Our Heart Surrendered sweatshirt. I don't know if you can see that, Soph. This is fun the, fact. I love it. This is the like power outfit. Like you got to get work done. You put your hair in a bun, you put your glasses on and you get to work. Yeah. And you put a hoodie on and you're like in it. Yeah. That's why I had my AirPods guys. I lost one of my AirPods like weeks ago and I finally got a replacement for my birthday. So now I have the noise cancellation <laughs> cancellation again. And I, it's so nice. I'm just like zoned in all the time. It's great. And um, anyways, we're just kind of like chatting today. We kind of did a similar episode to this a few weeks ago. Um, but I was talking earlier about how rough my week started and then like how quickly it turned around. Um, and like that Wednesday when I had that emotional breakdown kind of moment, I just you know, I was tempering at the end of the night. I was like, Lord, it is so hard to find things to be thankful for today. Like And how selfish of me to think that, first of all, like what I literally was living and breathing and I live in this amazing, incredible house under air conditioning, sleeping in a warm, comfy bed. And like there, I drive a great car. Like there are so many things for me to be thankful for, but it was like these just little things I was like, that I could literally think of off the top of my head. I was like, oh, you know, I went to Dutch bros. And since it was the first of the month, they gave me a free sticker or like, oh, the, um, the band instead of playing our piece in normal order we played the christmas stuff first and that was really fun and like small small things like that that were just like easy to like grasp onto um, and it just kind of brought me sophie and i were talking about this right before we started because i was like this is literally just the same thing that we talked about like it was so hard for me to find have like gr- things to be grateful for when I was struggling so hard. But Friday, as soon as the good things started happening, I was like, praise God. Like he is so good for answering these prayers. Like it was so easy, but why is it so hard to praise the same God who is the same? Like the only thing that changed was my circumstances. And a lot of times I think that's how seasons are. Um, 
And like right before we started, Sophie's like, well, we can go in a little bit of a different way. Like, let's talk about seasons. And I was like, that's a great idea because it is so hard for me to be present in the season that I'm in. I just want to move on really quickly. I want to like when I was struggling in that little rough patch of a week, I was like, get me out, get me out, get me out, get me out. I am tired of this. I don't want to be sad. Like nobody wants to be sad or stressed or lonely or feel unloved or any of those things. Like everybody who is in a rough season, I would, I would argue that most people who are in a rough season probably want to be out of that season. And most people who are in a good season want to stay there because it's good and it feels safe and comfortable. Um, and that's just like, not necessarily how life works or how God moves. Um, and I just feel like it's hard for me to be present in my season because I'm just thinking about the next, like when I'm in, um, a season of anxiety and preparation for finals, it's hard for me to not think about, the break that's coming. And when I'm at the break, it's hard for me to not stress about the anxieties that are coming of second semester. And now I'm in this season where I'm a senior and I just got accepted to college. And now all I'm thinking about is going to college. I'm like, I need to find a roommate. I need to get my vaccinations, like my meningitis vaccination or something like that. I don't even know. I looked at a sheet the other day and it was like, submit your proof of, it was not meningitis. That was not the correct vaccination. It was something else guys. And I was like, mom, am I like, do I have this vaccination? She's like, yeah, you get that when you're like literally three, like she's like, yes. So it's just like all these things where I'm just like thinking about the future. And it's like, yeah, you do have to like, I have to have these things in order to like go to my college, but how do I remain present and feel the correct, like the emotions that I'm supposed to feel in this time? You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I think something for me is it's really easy like to wish and want to rush into the next season. And this is something that like when you were talking, Addie, I started thinking about is how easy is it for me in this season to wish to be in Christmas break? And then in my mind, wish to be in second semester. And in my mind, wish for it to be summer because second semester is going to be hard. And then in my mind for summer wish for college to start it's like if I keep wishing and wishing and desiring to be in a new season how much am I going to miss where I am right now um and I think a lot of the times where we are right now we don't want to be in and we're not content in because it might not feel good or something that I have really been experiencing lately is it feels average normal I think so much of the time I wish uh, there's a christianism song i wish for my like 15 minutes in the sun like my 15 minutes of spotlight um where all the attention's on me and people are supporting me and like things are great like everything in my life is just great like i just long for that season and i think that that's a great season and if you're in that i'm so happy for you but i think what i've been learning right now is how to be present and be content in the average because I think a lot of the times for me, the average is where I hate to be because it's in my, like, sometimes I'm just going to be honest, like, it's boring. Like, there's nothing going on. But in that time, there's so much room to grow, like, to prepare. And so something that I have really been thankful for are just, just this normal season, I guess, not normal, just kind of boring season, I guess, because there's so much room to grow and there's so much room to cheer on others and I think that is something that's been extremely difficult for me is how to cheer on others when you're in like just an average season because yes I think it is hard in the 
whenever you're in a bad season and someone's in a good season, I think that's really hard to do. I think that's something that we all have to learn how to do. I think that takes emotional maturity. And I think it also takes emotional maturity and wisdom and help from the Holy Spirit to understand how to cheer someone on when they're just doing really good when it feels like you are just waiting like like you were just waiting for like the college acceptance letter to come in where you are just waiting for the thing that you've been praying for like you were just waiting for answers I think that is a really hard place to be and I think that that's something that we can miss and we can want to rush through but I think that I've heard so many like pastors and stuff preach on this and post this on social media it's like don't rush through the seasons that you're in and I'm here like begging you don't rush through it because there's so much that the Lord wants to work in you where you are and it doesn't you don't have to be in this really great place or this like really hard season for the Lord to work in you and I think that's something that is not not always the most fun and like I'm just gonna be honest like this like boring seasons or average seasons where nothing's happening you might not look fun on the outside but like just taking joy in the everyday and where you are like right now today was an average day and I've been doing homework for three hours and when I get off this podcast I'm gonna do homework for another hour it's an exaggeration but I've been doing homework for a long time and I think a lot of the times like that's boring in my mind like that is a boring day but it's like there's so much joy in this day and there's so much that happened in this day and there's so many ways I can grow from this day to help me prepare for tomorrow and for the days where things are going really great I can look back and I can think about the preparation that I've been through so that's my two cents yeah absolutely I think I so often correlate like I'm like, oh, a boring day is a bad day. Like a day that I'm just doing normal stuff, like a normal day is bad. And that's so not true. God moves all the time, like all the time. And something that our youth, like our one of our mentors, Sophie and I, um, she leads our home group. She challenged us because Advent is a season of waiting and we are like in the middle of Advent season. We're going to talk about it a little bit next week. Um, But one thing she challenged us to do was not get on our phones when we're waiting, because that is the first thing I do. And I have not been practicing this at all. I think I'm going to start this week. Um, I'm going to try to make it a point to do that as much as I can, because it's like, if I'm waiting for my teacher to start teaching me something, I'll just be on my phone. Or if I'm waiting for Aaron to meet me, Aaron's my little brother, Aaron to meet me at my car, I'll just be on my phone. Like there are so many times where I just fill empty space with being on my phone and being elsewhere. Cause it's like, when you're on your phone, you're not present, you know, like if I'm waiting for Sophie to be done talking with her portion of the podcast, a lot of times I'm on my phone. Sophie watched me throw my phone across the room earlier because she literally was like, Hey, Addie, last week you got a text and you just stopped talking for five seconds because it took your focus. And I was like, gosh, you're so right. Like I can't even like, you're right. Because I'm so easily distracted. And it's like, God just wants us to be present. And, And it's like, the more that we're present, the more that we feel his presence, you know what I mean? Like his presence is always there. We just have to be present to appreciate it. And I don't think we do that nearly enough. Um, I continuously do this thing where I'm like, oh, I'll start that next season or I'll start that when the new year starts. Like I literally, when we were interviewing Julia Poe, you can probably hear this in the interview. I think we left it in. I was like, oh, something I want to do better next year is praying. And then I was like, 
I literally like corrected myself. Cause I was like, I mean, I don't have to wait until the next year. Like I can literally start tonight. Like I can start today. I can start right now. Just like we can work on being present and appreciating the season that we're in and not trying to move. Um, and it's so hard to celebrate others and even celebrate God and like what he's doing when you feel like he's not doing anything like a very normal day, like where I wake up and I work out and I go to school and then I come home and I do homework and then I go to sleep. Like that sounds bad to me. I'm like, what is the Lord doing? But there are so many things. It's like, if you truly, I think like, I really want to try this no phone thing because I think that I'm missing a lot. Like the more I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, I think I'm missing a lot. And like, yes, a lot of people around me are also on their phone, but there's conversations to be had and there's ways, there's opportunities to spread the gospel. I was just looking at this card while Sophie was talking because waiting is hard. Um, and it's something our church gave us a couple, I think it was last week. Um, by the time this episode is out, it'll be not applicable, but for now it is, it says 15 days left. You have 15 more school days of fall semester left. That means 15 days left in 2021 to share the gospel at school, make the next 15 days count. I literally wish I read this because like now I'm like really on fire and I'm like, let's go. But I only have 10 days left, nine days actually. Um, but like make every day count, make every minute count that you are in whatever season you're in, because it's so easy to rush through them. And it's like, there are so many seasons where I look back. Oh my gosh, guys, high school. I was like freshman year. I had senior artists. I was like, get me out. I don't want to be here. I'm not happy. All my friends are graduating every year. I consistently made friends of seniors. Um, so every year I was like, all my friends are leaving. All my friends are leaving. All my friends are leaving. And now I'm the one leaving. And I'm like, no, like, please don't make me, but I'm so excited for the next season that I'm like, it's okay. But also like, guys, this is it. Like we have our whole lives to live. Like you have your whole life to go and like meet new people, meet new friends, like appreciate where you're at. Um, even if it's hard and just like, take it for what it is. Like a hard season's a hard season. A normal season is like a mundane, like middle of the road. Maybe you're just on flat pavement right now run on that flat pavement because soon a hill is coming you know it's kind of like if you're on a run and you're like oh my gosh I'm so bored I'm just seeing trees like it's so much better to see trees than to see like dirt you know I don't know I don't run I like was like oh running analogy that's fun and then I was like I don't know what to say about running no yeah definitely I was literally thinking about this as you were talking I just turned in a paper today ironically about this guy I had to write about a poet and I chose this guy and I researched him and he uh, died at age 25 from tuberculosis. Guys, you're getting a history lesson. You didn't even know it. His name was John Keats. He's a poet. And one of his last poems that he wrote was called When I Have Fears That I May Cease to Be. And it was basically about his fear of like not having enough time in life because he knew that he was dying from tuberculosis. Uh, and he was just like writing just these like really raw feelings. And he was really just expressing his feelings. And in the essay, I was reading a lot of critiques about the poem. And in the essay, I said something like John Keats poem speaks to every person because we all feel this way. I think this is something that we like all feel subconsciously and maybe we don't say it, but like we all like fear that we're not going to have enough time. And so we like in my, or at least I'm not going to speak for everyone. This is me. Like, I fear that I don't have enough time. Um, yet like I don't do anything like I'm like oh I hope I have enough time in life like 
I just hope I have another day. Like not like to such an extent that John Keats felt it, but I think we all think that. But then yet in the day, there's so many moments where I just waste time. I think that's something that I was challenged by this this topic that I had to write about. I didn't even like want to write about this. I was literally dreading writing about this paper, but it taught me so much. Uh, you should read the poem because it's really good. But it taught me a lot about um, genuinely living. He, I don't know if he was like Christian or if he was writing from a Christian perspective, but it showed me a lot about genuinely like living with an eternal mindset. I think we say that a lot. We don't put it into practice. I was also listening to a podcast about that today and it like shook me because um, if you genuinely live with an eternal mindset and like a mindset that like one day, like maybe soon, we don't know when Jesus is coming back. Like if you live with that mindset, like how much is your life changing and like how much are your priorities changing? And I think that I prioritize things that don't need to be prioritized, like eat and with an eternal mindset like I prioritize getting this assignment done uh, and maybe that means staying up a few extra minutes and maybe that means um not doing my devotional tonight like and I think stuff like that is I'm and I'm not telling you not to do your homework it's like if I look back like what a waste of time and I'm not that's literally sounds like I'm saying don't do your school or like don't I don't know but I just think that in my life and I've been the Lord has been teaching me this a lot lately is how much like time do you waste yet yet we all like wish and hope for more time so I think really like genuinely using every day every moment that you have that you've been gifted with um for God's glory is crucial and I think that that's something that when you live that way you're like you're gonna be like an unstoppable force like and that's something that I have been genuinely challenged with and I think that that's something that if we genuinely start living like that how much impact are you going to have for the kingdom gosh yeah that is so good oh man I think that pretty much wraps up all my thoughts Sophia you too yeah man sorry okay cool just, just kind of went off there no that's so good um I think like off of that to challenge you guys and this week, I think if we just surrender our time and just like truly allow it to be the the Lord's time and just like what he wants us to do um, and surrendering any expectations that we have of our season and, and we're not placing anything on them because we're just truly in wholehearted surrender of whatever the Lord's will, you know, um, and just, um, yeah, maybe put your phones away. I don't know. I'm going to try to do that. I'll let you know guys. <laughs> I'll let you guys know how it goes. I'm gonna try to put my phone away more because, like, even at like dinner with my family, I'll be on my phone if they don't tell me to put it away, and that's just bad. And I think a lot of people in our culture are like that. Um, so yeah, I think that's. So, do you have any other challenges for them this week? I would challenge you to think about where your priorities are and like where you're spending your time. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people say a lot. Um but genuinely just sit down and look at where you're spending your time uh, and think about uh, how time is a gift and how you could utilize it to the best to glorify God. Absolutely. I'm going to pray and then we're going to 
head out, I think. Heavenly Father, I come to you and thanks for this opportunity to just sit down and talk with Sophie about the work that you're doing in our lives in every season, whether it's good, bad, or just the middle of the road. God, I pray that you open our eyes to your movement, open our eyes to opportunities to share the gospel um, and allow us to have self-control and priorities, prioritize you and that you and how you want our time to be spent in order to glorify you and do your works god everything we do is for your kingdom and i pray that you help us live in wholehearted surrender and it's in your son's name i pray amen amen thank you guys so much for listening this week we hope you have a fantastic week um we are praying for you we love you make sure you go follow us on instagram if you haven't at a faith podcast pretty fun over there we're about to reach ten thousand, so It'll be a party over there when we do. It's a party over there every day. Uh, make sure you leave us a rating and review if you feel led. Also, email us at ourheartssurrendered at gmail.com. There's two S's. If you need prayer, just want to chat about anything, do it. Leave an email. Drop an email. Whatever. Um, and with that, we hope you guys have a great week. Let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week.